don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. There are legends of ghost lights all over the world. Oftentimes, these lights are rumored to be the lanterns of someone who have passed on years earlier. Depending on the location and the legend, these lantern carriers have been everything from train conductors to prospectors to coal miners. Some of the more famous ghost lights, sometimes called spook lights or will-o'-the-wisps, are the Brown Mountain Lights in North Carolina, the Surrency Ghost Lights in Georgia, and the Hornet Spook Light near Joplin, Missouri. With that being said, the most famous of this phenomena are the Marfa Lights in Texas. While the Marfa Lights grab most of the headlines in Texas, there is another ghost light that has mystified its area for well over a hundred years. In this episode, you will learn the legend of Knox Crossing. America was a very different place in the 1930s. In South Texas, the white children and the Hispanic children went to separate schools. One of the teachers at the Hispanic school in the town of Choate was Wilma Butler. One day, Miss Butler was approached by one of her students, Pedro Chavez. Pedro needed to talk to someone about an experience that had shaken him to his core. After assuring him that she would listen and help in any way possible, Pedro began to tell his teacher what had happened. A few nights earlier, the 17-year-old student was walking home from a dance. He had stayed a bit longer than he had intended because he was having such a great time. Now it was dark. As he walked the moonlit dirt road towards his house, he started to think of all the rumors of apparitions in that area. He knew the area well and had never seen anything unusual, but he had only traveled the area in the daylight. Through the moonlight and shadows of the trees, he could see an upcoming intersection. He told himself, There's no such thing as ghosts, is there? As he got closer to the intersection, he slowed his pace. He nervously fumbled for his pocket watch that he had borrowed from his father. He quickly checked the time and kissed the cross that dangled from the watch. He made the sign of a cross across his chest and then quickened his pace hoping to get across the river before anything happened. As he got to the intersection, he slowly looked all around. His knees trembled and his breathing became labored as he looked across the bridge in front of him. It was an old wooden structure with heavy wood framework on both sides and on the top. He was at one of the area's scariest locations, Knox Crossing. He had crossed over that bridge many times without incident, but tonight there was a chill that had taken over his entire body. He stood there with his heart pounding, almost paralyzed, yet he saw nothing. If he would walk quickly and quietly, maybe nothing would happen. He had only taken a few steps on the bridge when he saw a light off in the distance. It seemed to be floating in midair. 
Pedro continued to panically walk on the opposite side of the bridge from the light. The light now started to rapidly approach him. The light was still a distance away, but he could start to make out a shape behind the light. It seemed that the light was being held out by a frail arm high above a body. Pedro's eyes followed the arm to where it connected to the torso. There he noticed a beautiful white flowing gown. Wait, something was definitely wrong. As his eyes searched the dark, his initial thought was confirmed. The body of the young lady had no head. As the figure came closer, Pedro could plainly see her. He could not take his eyes off of the void where her head should have been. It just was not there. She had gotten close enough to pass him. He then noticed that she was clutching something against her body with her other arm. It was then that Pedro realized she was carrying her head with long raven black hair and fiery green eyes. Pedro could not move as the apparition moved past. The head that she carried slowly turned as she moved away, keeping its eyes focused on Pedro. It seemed to take an eternity before he could move. He quickly took off towards home and didn't dare look back. He had reached the edge of the bridge before he regained his senses. He turned and looked at the bridge and thought, Did I really just see that or did I imagine it? Fifty years after Pedro had told his story to Wilma Butler, Wilma's son Wilbur, his wife Anne, and two of their children decided to make a trip to Knox Crossing. They parked their station wagon and walked into the darkness. They had been to that area several times and never had an experience. This night would be different. Just before midnight, they turned off the car's engine and lights. They were having a quiet conversation when all four instantly froze. A light had suddenly appeared in the field to the left of the road. It floated above the tall weeds for a short while. It began to move in the direction of the dirt road that leads to the bridge. As it got to the road, it quickly changed course and darted towards them at an electrifying speed. Wilbur started the car and drove away like a bat out of hell. Unlike Pedro, the Butler family never doubted what they had seen. Four sets of eyes all saw the Knox Crossing ghost light. Daddy has to slaughter an evil 
So 